Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is Red Men News. It's me, it's Ross, and it's you guys who are joining us live. And it's you guys who are joining us after the fact. Uh, we've got quite... Uh, quite some interesting stories really today. I think we're going to talk about the warm weather training camp that Klopp's used over the last couple of years. We're going to talk about Liverpool swooping for an Arsenal doctor because you do, you swoop. Um, we're going to talk about AFCON 2021 uh, and uh, the revamped Champions League as well. We're going to get into your comments uh, in quite a little bit of depth and detail hopefully towards the end. But I am joined by Ross Chanley. The first story of course is the warm weather training camp. Before we get into that you can subscribe to the RedmenTV.com. I have just done a fantastic one hour show with James Pierce, the Athletics James Pierce. It was absolutely brilliant. First month of three, 30 hours ish of free content in that month. So I'll go and check it out, theredmentv.com. So Jürgen is gonna scrap the warm weather training camp uh, as he changes tack for the Premier League title running according to the standard Mr. David Lynch, who actually incidentally is on next week's newsroom show or maybe the week after. I think it's next week because I think Maddox the week after that. Yeah, that's right. Um, that is right. I know. Yeah. You were looking at me like it wasn't. Ah, oh, so because uh, Maddox was supposed to be today, he's just really confused me. It's okay. We sorted it out. James Pierce was a hero today, actually. Wasn't he was. He? Uh, he was. Yeah. He was. If you've ever seen James Pierce in a cape, you will have seen that picture online on Twitter. That's, That's today. basically how he came in today. It's yeah. not, but it is figuratively. Yeah. So um, Liverpool have. Scrapped the warm weather training camp. He's given them a week off, Ross. Um, it's pretty good, actually, really, isn't it? And, and, you know, Liverpool will not embark on a warm weather training camp this February with Jürgen Klopp opting for an alternative approach despite the Premier League's introduction of a winter break, which actually is an alternative approach because of the winter break. Anyway, the Reds have jetted out to sunnier climbs at a similar stage of each of the last three campaigns, but are set to break with tradition ahead of a run-in that could see them clinch their first league championship since 1990. Damn, that sounded good to read. Um, the English top flight's new mid-season break means Liverpool are not scheduled to contest the league fixture for two weeks after they face Southampton at Anfield on February the 1st. Uh, I'm sure the players need this, Ross, don't they? Yeah, I quite, I quite like it. Obviously, they We've had them before, they've not always worked out and they got a, like a bit of a meme of like, don't go on warm weather training camps because we come back, which is terrible. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but also they're probably sick of travelling. They've done loads of into Qatar on top of everything else that they're doing and they probably just need a break either to mentally switch off themselves, have a little break, have a little rest. They will be doing training in between that, of course. Um, we know whether they stay at Melwood or go somewhere else, maybe in England or a little travel, whatever. Because um, it's about team unity as well and team bonds and stuff like that. They can afford to enjoy themselves but obviously still concentrate on the job that they've got in hand I think that's only a positive thing rather than being, being 
distracted or flying out somewhere or, you know, being around the families and stuff like that. It must be, like, so hard for them. I know they get paid fucking loads of money, but they're also humans at the end of the day and they need that in their life. They do, and, and listen, the first week, I'd imagine, is the holiday and the second week is back in training and you've got a week to build up to another game and, and that's the way that it is. And Jürgen will know that these fellas have been playing football almost straight for three years now, it seems like, with mm. summer tournaments and tournaments in, in Qatar and all this type of stuff and obviously the English League season and a, a late Champions League season last year because of the three-week break and all that type of stuff. So we'll know that this might do us some good. Give them a bit of rest, a bit of recuperation, come back feeling sort of invigorated for that title running uh, and hopefully a successful end to the season. It almost feels like a bit of a reward, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm going like, <laughs> you've grafted your bollocks off for like God knows how long now. Go and enjoy yourselves. Yeah, you, you deserve it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Let me know your thoughts on that one in the comments section below. We're going to do quite a few comments today because not as many news stories as normal. Um, which is why we're talking about Liverpool swooping for an Arsenal team doctor. His name is Gary O'Driscoll. Liverpool are set to appoint Arsenal doctor Gary O'Driscoll as their new head of medical services. The Reds will lose the current head of the medical department, Andy Massey, when he departs to take up a similar role at FIFA in March. But the Merseyside club have already sourced a replacement in O'Driscoll, who will end an 11-year association with the Gunners in order to join the European champions. The former Ireland rugby and British and Irish Lions team doctor will be free to begin his new role once Arsenal have found the success. This is the bit that I love. The North London Club began advertising a vacancy as their head of sports medicine this week. Brilliant. Left that a bit late, haven't they? <laughs> so you're going Brilliant. right by then. <laughs> there's, Shit. There's, there's two things. Obviously, Liverpool are really good at sourcing you know, backroom staff and getting the best out of you know We've seen <laughs> the upturn and even like random ones really getting surfers in and you know throwing coaches and all that stuff. It's laughed at. I think it's really easy to say, and a bit of a lazy argument to say, well, Arsenal players are always injured. They don't do this and don't do that. I don't think that's the case for this. I think Liverpool obviously know what they're doing when they go out and buy, but attain someone like this. It's only a good thing for Liverpool. And yeah. they, they have to replace the, the fellow who went to FIFA as well, so why not go and get the very best that you can? Liverpool can not can only attract the best in footballers, but there'll be people, backroom staff, will be going like, I want to be part of that as well. Yeah, and if you've got any thoughts on that story, leave them in the comments below. I, I can't expect that we'll be talking any more about that today, but... Maybe someone who's got a really interesting point. Uh, AFCON 2021 announcement could force Liverpool's hand in spending big next summer. So we know that the AFCON's move 2021 is going to be going back into January, February. The likes of Mane, Keita, Salah probably going to be missing up to six games uh, in a really hectic part of the season. We thought they'd sorted this problem out. We thought they'd move this to the summer. They did. They fucked it off. They've gone back into January, February. It's fucked me off. And now the likelihood is that loads of African players are going to be leaving in the league about 29 players they reckon there or thereabouts will be leaving the league to go and join this tournament and they'll want to because it's a massive tournament and they'll want to represent their country we know what Mane and Salah and Keita feel like and, and the, the buzz that they get from representing and being the sort of shining light for their country on the football and stage um, but it's annoying for us because the Premier League is our bread and butter and we want our best players available, Ross. Yeah, it's, it must be hard for them as well because everything, everything's going so well at Liverpool and they're obviously enjoying themselves. They've built themselves in a rock and a hard place. You know, you mentioned how, how patriotic they are and it's not necessarily the case in this country. But why change it? And it seems like it worked out well. There was a downside in the sense that you know, Sadio Mane didn't really get a break um, because he was you know, through all, all this summer. But then, like, you go through December, and we're just seeing, like, Liverpool play nine games in December. It's a lot of football to then fly them out, and you've got to try and replace them. Well, does it put does it put clubs off by buying African players in the future that might be world superstars and going, well, actually, we, we can't have you for six games in January when we need you? It just seems a bit fucking stupid. And Jurgen Klopp's been an advocate of this 
of getting everyone in the same room and stop running players into the ground. It's great that they want to go and represent the countries and not, not debating that, but don't do it in the middle of the league. Yeah, it's crazy. And listen, me and James Pearce talked about this on that newsroom show at length, actually, and really good, interesting chat with James about it and stuff. So could you go and check that one out? We'll move on because this is another one that will really annoy Jürgen Klopp. Uh, clubs near agreement with UEFA for additional Champions League games. Uh, UEFA and European Clubs Association are close to agreeing a deal, which would mean four extra Champions League fixtures. Liverpool managers have often spoken about the need to protect players and the fact there are too many games in the football calendar, which looks about to get even bigger. The Times' Martin Ziegler has reported that the ECA and UEFA have come to a compromise on how best to expand the Champions League, with four extra dates likely to be included from 2024 onwards. Specifics are yet to be decided. The deal is a reduction from the ECA's initial hopes of adding a massive 10 games to the European calendar. It seems likely the two options at present are either for expanded groups of six, meaning 10 group stage fixtures for each team, four more than present, or else at the quarter-final stage have another group phase. Two 14 groups could compete and the top two in each will progress to the semis. Why? Mental. Why? It, again, it's Jurgen Klopp said this have stopped doing stuff, but I think you also have to take into account if you're going to do that. Well, what does that mean for the Carabao Cup? You just completely sat that off now because you can't afford to have the, the, the squad sizes. You, need, you essentially need two squads going forward. I don't know why. It's obviously based on money because obviously that's issue away from FIFA and what they want. Just fucking make another tournament. And look, the other week, when we were, I think we were playing Manchester United, it was going up to that and they had a UEFA Cup game. I'm just going through, it's like fucking Group L. Why? <laughs> just bring back the Intertoto Cup. Like, go and have your own separate tournament. Oh, the Cup Winners' Cup. Oh, yeah, fuck it, anything. Just don't, why? <laughs> well, I know why. But again, you know, what, what's, the, what's the cost of this? He's running people Do you know the, the, into the, the ground. The, you're right. And the, but the thing for me is, you know, as a match-going fan, and I'm sure there's plenty watching out there, and you're the same, Ross. The group stage is a crap. The yeah. crap. The rubbish. The, 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 unless you're in the, at the end, the sixth game where you need to win and you're in. The atmospheres aren't as good as knockout football. A lot of them are just we try. You try and squeeze through unharmed without really exerting yourself. The football's nowhere near as good. Football is at its best when something is on the line. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's tournament football. When you, like the, That's why I love the old European Cup format. And, you know, now we play more games and I understand it's the money and all that, but the, everyone is trying their absolute hardest in each of the games. You'd add more group games in with two more crap teams. It's just, it's a game of don't fuck up yeah. until you get to tournament football. That's what it's about. And that's not footy for me. Also, from a fan's perspective, it's more money that's going to cost the fans, isn't it? Because the people that go to every game now, home and away, and obviously you know, we <laughs> we cover all of those. But for people that you know, that are possibly on the brink or just can't afford it, do they want to go to the arse end of nowhere in, in Europe because the UEFA added two more fixtures and stuff like that? People can't afford it. It's not, it's not what fans want to go and do, is it? There'll be loads of corporate stuff and money stuff that FIFA and UEFA want, which is, again, brings it back to why, why they want to do it. But like I, I quite like the format that it is, and you're right about the group stage and stuff. But like that's just something I've grown up with. I quite like that. Obviously, there was the cup in this cup when I was a bit younger, but I think it gives other people a chance at the same time. And you know, in the group stages of you know qualifying, you finish third or fourth and stuff like that, as well as having the big dogs in it. Well, but, it but, does. But it, but it can cause an upset in some of them because we've seen like you know people can go all out in the Champions League and, and they can get knocked out. And big teams miss out. That's part of the beauty of the Champions League. But also the finance reward. I think they're trying to do this so people, some lower clubs, lower rate ranked clubs, 
get money as well. That's what it's about, yeah. mate. It, it really is. It's, it's about making sure that, that everybody who enters the Champions League gets more money. Yeah. Now, the disparity between someone who gets knocked out at the Champions League group stages and who goes and wins it is probably still going to be the same. There's not going to be much difference, you know what I mean? It's all, Ultimately, it's just about money. This It's a money decision. They're not thinking about the players like Jürgen wants them to do. They're not thinking about the fans. They're thinking about lining their own pockets. Let me know your thoughts on that in the comments section. Tom, we're going to get in there now, mate. If you've got anything at all, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. I'll start us off, though. Lloyd Barnes, just on the last one, four extra fixtures where are they going to put them I don't know is the answer to that one I mean you know they're probably going to have to scrap our mid-season break get two of them in there or something you know we like and we all know this as, as Liverpool fans you don't have many midweeks off as a Liverpool fan <laughs> which is great <laughs> yeah. by the way yeah. um, but equally the travel and everything else does does add up so Tom let's get into one of yours mate yeah I've got one for each one just years now um, so talking about even the, the doctor one yeah, go ahead. It's actually to quite use. a good comment. Um, so Rob D talking about the, the the rest stuff. That's right. Give the boys a rest. That's what the winter break is for, so they don't get burnt out. Just kind of agreeing with everything you said before. I don't know exactly what else can you take it, and this is all based on the fact that we don't get a replay of Shrewsbury either way, because otherwise then then they obviously can't have it and stuff. But I think we're in a position now where you're right, having no midweek game is normal for a lot of clubs where you know the past two weeks and there has been like oh my god like what do we do with ourselves because we're not, we're not used to it and it kicks off again they need they need the rest going into the next four months five months or whatever and then they'll reap the benefits of this afterwards rather than thinking we have a break let's go let's go away and, and work even harder i think there's something to be said from kind of reining it back in a bit and and just being be more mature about it. I think, Absolutely, and, and look, one of the one of the things that Jürgen says is he likes working with a group of 18, 19 people. He likes working with small groups. So one of the reasons that he likes working with small groups, I'm sure everybody probably knows this, so apologies, is that you can't keep players hungry. You can't keep players 20 to 24 ready to fight at any minute. How do they train knowing they're not going to get in a match day squad? Yeah. I mean, how do you keep those lads hungry for success and wanting to be a part of it, you can't, whereas you can keep 18, 19 because you're making the match day squad almost every week and you're going to get opportunities from the bench here against prove that. Uh, but we'll go on to the Arsenal, uh, the Arsenal doctor one. Let's go. Um, yeah, Lloyd Barnes says, best idea to poach the Arsenal medical head. Looking at Arsenal's injury list over the years, he'll be a pro. <laughs> he's probably uh, come for a break hasn't he uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. easy money yeah. basically like sitting on the bench for a football yeah. player this isn't it coming to Liverpool yeah. as the doctor but you know I, I know we said I, I sort of laugh I actually do find this side of football fascinating mm. because it's not just a doctor and his skill set or a head of medical services and his skill set it's about bringing the entire team together it's about analytics nowadays yeah. it's about sports science it's about head of medical service and that's the one thing that Jürgen's incredible at for me he's incredible bringing people together with knowledge and funneling that down so that the end result is seen on the first team on a Saturday or Sunday. He's also very good at giving credit to those people as well, isn't he? I think he's he's an advocate of having, like you said, the best team possible around him that can help him do his job, which relieves stress so he can concentrate on, I don't know, tactics or whatever else by having bringing someone in to replace them. And it looks like they were messed around. They, they knew their doctor was going or head of medical staff was going, so they got someone in where his arse has gone... Oh, we'll bang that on LinkedIn later this week, shall we, lads? <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, last comment. 
Um, yeah, just a, a couple on the, the African Cup of Nations. Cool, Dean cool. Com says, it's a weird punishment having some talented African players. And then Kay Brennan says, Minamino hopefully will be well embedded by January 2021. Yeah, but then, as I said before, like, does this put clubs off buying African players? And also, you know, going forward, Liverpool then have to prepare for this. And then, again, it's hard, it's, it's hard to go and get someone in by going, we just need you for a month, mate, and then you can, you can go then. Uh, look, it, ultimately, it didn't put Liverpool off signing them. It's not going to put them off having Mo and Mane around. They they knew when they signed Salah and Mane that it was a it was a mid season tournament. Kaita may be slightly different. Maybe they didn't know that it was changing or something like that. Then, um, but they, but uh, it's a balancing act. Are you going to get these top? Like, look, you could get Mane, and then. The next best available winger might be the twentieth best winger. Well, I'd rather have Mane for fifty games than the twentieth best winger for fifty-six. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes down to talent, really, for football clubs, doesn't it? I think. Yeah. If the third, if the fourth best winger was available, maybe I'd have a thing. But maybe he plays for one of your rivals, and you're not getting him or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a case of selling any of them. I just think it's that that drop off which we've seen before for that period. Is a concern. Absolutely, it's got to be a concern. It's yeah. got to be, especially when you you thought you've put this problem to bed, yeah. and it rears its ugly head again. Yeah. Uh, we got anything more on the Champions League actually before we go? We're just buying um, Bappe instead. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's no problem. Okay, have Nike will buy him for him. Yeah. Yeah, um, just a couple of people kind of agreeing with what you said. Alexander Cameron says four extra games is not needed at all. If you're doing that, go back to the knockout format from the start. And then Kay Brennan says there will be a lot of dead rubber games if there were two groups of fourteen. Yeah. What do you do then? Oh, also, actually, and maybe it's like positive is the team that we played against Everton just play them in some of the games. They're going to a star and away, going to some Europe. But then, even from that point of view, I get it. Like, yeah. but you're looking at it going, the money will dry up if the tournament's shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If if it's not as exciting, if it's yeah. not as exciting, did you say one more? Yeah, it's an interesting thing. K do EDG. You're saying it as a joke, but they're trying to get the little clubs like United back into the Champions League. <laughs> but would is there a case for saying that more audience would watch it? Maybe I don't know. For teams like having United and stuff in. Yeah. But like, what did hey, that but, do but, to but, the Premier League as well? What's the knock-on effect of six teams qualifying from the Premier League? We've already got a problem in the Premier League with the top six. And not enough teams can break into that. And you're now guaranteeing it. I actually kind of like the six going into four Champions League spots because it means that there's something there, there's something to fight for. You've got to improve this season. What happens to those six clubs when they're just consistently making Champions League and they're consistently getting knocked out and going into the fucking Europa League? It's also, Shite. It's also gone, gone far when you see like teams like Wolves, which have done really well in the Europa League, but you've seen like teams like Burnley that have been in it once, struggled, and they've got back out again. The, the gap from like you're right from sixth down, down is too big. So they can go in it once and they can crumble the the season. You can get in the Euro- Europa League or whatever and then get relegated. Because if you're an Aston Villa, yeah, because yeah. it's too much for them. Um, Stephen Somerville, last comment. Thank you very much for the blue super chat as well. Um, defiantly, I think you mean definitely, uh, don't need four extra games. A waste of time. That's a typo I make all the time as well, mate. That's why I noticed it. Um, but no, thank you. You're right. Four extra games, absolute waste of time. For every Man United that's in there, which I know he was only joking, you get an Astana or someone else, which he said, going to the arse end of Europe, which people don't want to do, spend their money on. And you're right, it's a dead rubber game in that sense, isn't it? 
shit. It is. Like the video, subscribe to the RedmenTV.com. Now is a perfect time. Me and James Pierce doing a great talk on there. Did the Red transfer roundup earlier in the week. We did the Around the League show earlier in the week. You got the final word coming up on Monday for the Manchester United game. That'll be out on YouTube. But the, the instant match reaction straight after the game, that is a podcast and a video available on the website about an hour after the game finishes. Definitely worth checking out. Thank you very much for watching. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. ta Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.